All right, welcome back, everyone. This is NYU Grads Daily Podcast. On Monday, November 6th, I'm recording about 8.30 New York time. Welcome back, everyone. Hope you had a great uh, weekend and had a good first day of the session. First session of the week, I should say. Um, Not a lot to cover today, to be honest with you. Uh, So this is going to be a short one, but let's jump into the numbers like I uh, like to do here into breath. We had 133 new highs and 132 new lows today. So we beat the new lows by one. (laughs) Pretty crazy, huh? So that's kind of the summary of the day. It was pretty much on balance. After such a crazy upside week last week and finishing strong on Friday, we actually needed to have a breather. And I think this is actually potential good news for the upside Um, we didn't have too much damage here looking at the 50-day moving average generally speaking we have 59 percent of shares below the 50-day and 66 percent below its 200-day moving average so definitely a big improvement from two weeks ago so that's kind of par uh, neither good nor bad um, I would like to see these new high numbers outpacing new lows, you know, starting later this week, maybe like 2x, 3x, 4x. Because as you remember to the downside in the past three months, the new lows were outpacing new highs by almost 8 to 10x every day. So we need to see that improve. And today what I noticed was while we were just kind of treading water, um, the 10-year yield and yields in general kind of fought back. So while last week we dropped from 4.9 to like 4.5%, today we kind of fought back and uh, we closed up almost um, from last time I checked uh, before dinner, we were up like 2% on the 10-year yields from like the lows. So the... My real-time quote is going to give me after hours. So let me just see where we finished on intraday trading. Um, But uh, nonetheless, we finished up for the day um, at 4.64%. So we're kind of bouncing here on the the 10-year yield. I think you have to be very vigilant and watch that very closely. Because that's one of the other ingredients that we need for a Santa Claus rally is for rates to stay consistently at four and a half uh, or lower. That's ideal. Then you want to see the Magnificent Seven rally hard. It doesn't have to be all, but at least more than four of the seven. Um, and then uh, the last one is you need to see breath uh, improve to the new high side. Um Let's take a look at some charts real quick. So as I mentioned, I follow the SPY VIX ratio chart pretty closely, and I'll post this in the show notes. Uh, We obviously rallied last week, um, so the SPY VIX will also rally in sentiment because S&P went up and the VIX went down. So this ratio chart is going to look like it's um, testing upside resistance. However, we haven't breached recent highs on the SPY VIX. So if we roll over and continue the sell-off, 
it will it will gain momentum very quickly here because we're very overbought and you know we had built an oversold position for months and now we're overbought in a week so that's kind of risky you know that's uh you know it's like the analogy would be is most of us drive it's like you're you know you take a pickup truck or a semi and you go from zero to 150 miles per hour on it's impossible to do obviously uh, on the on-ramp and now you're merging with the highway and you're doing 150 miles per hour um, it's not a good recipe for success for a true Santa Claus rally I think it'd be actually beneficial to take a breather digest the move from last week build support uh, a small basing area maybe right into like Thanksgiving break and then with Cyber Monday uh, Black Friday type news uh, seeing shoppers uh, kill each other to get into Costco I'm, I'm joking obviously um, to buy a television maybe we'll have a Santa Claus rally in December but it's 2BD right now I think uh, looking at the um, performance today, it was a good day. I think the Magnificent 7 did a lot of the heavy lifting as well as um, some of the Russell 2000 uh, risk stocks. But keep in mind that um, it was mostly the Magnificent 7 that did the heavy lifting today. And I'll go through them right now. Uh, you had Microsoft up 1%. Apple up 1.46%, NVIDIA up 1.66%, Google up 0.83%, Amazon up 0.82%. Um, you had Eli Lilly, who I mentioned sold off recently um, on Friday. Uh, they were up again at 4.82%, and Eli Lilly makes up a big chunk of the Dow. Uh, so very important uh, Dow 30 name. But when you take a look at like energy, not good. When you take a look at Tesla, it was the only Magnificent Seven that was um, red uh, today, down 0.31%. So it was kind of a, you know, give push, you know, 50-50 type day. I think the only thing that really stuck out to me was yields, which were oversold, I think. Uh, because we fell so hard so fast last week after the Treasury announcement. Um, it'll be important to see what yields do moving forward this week. I, I literally, if you're a uh, day trader or even if you're not and you just want to follow, uh, you can put a uh, ticker symbol uh, if you're on like Thinkorswim or Charles Schwab or even E-Trade, the symbol... Uh, dollar sign T as in Tom, N as in Nancy, X as in X-Men, uh, TNX. That tracks the 10-year uh, Treasury yield. So you have to uh, divide by, uh, you know, 10. So right now the TNX is at 46.62. So $46.62. That is equivalent of a 10-year yield of $4 or 4.62. So just divide by 10 to get um, a real-time uh, reading on the 10-year yield. 
the dollar was up a little bit marginally. We're talking about 11 cents here on the DXY, so that's not a big deal. Crude oil was up marginally, up a, like a quarter, basically. So that was a non-event. Um, yeah, like it's not much else to really report on. Um, I saw a couple of stores thumbs sticking out, like Wayfair, the home furnishing company. They were down 6.9%. Kehovanian was down 5.6%. Uh, AI uh, was down 5.63%. Kava, which is um, the uh, IPO of recent in the summer for Greek food, down 4.8%. 4 you had um, Kira Sushi, which uh, for the most part was bullish all summer, down 4%. DoorDash, which is a recent IPO, down 3.75%. Airbnb, down 3.6, Etsy down 3.3. So these names were also bouncing super hard last week. So they might just be kind of selling off here a little bit um, and just taking a breather. So we need more cards coming out of the deck uh, and we'll see what happens on Tuesday. Uh, but keep in mind, on th there's a ton of Federal Reserve um, speakers or representatives speaking making speeches and statements this week i always post a link to um kind of the uh, economic calendar to calendar to watch out for for the week so check that out but on thursday you have a double whammy you have 8 30 a.m new york initial jobless claims which will paint a narrative of Fed hiking or not, or staying longer, higher for longer. And at two o'clock, you have the Fed Chair Jerome Powell speaking on a panel at the IMF. And IMF is International International Monetary Fund, not the Impossible Mission Force, which uh, is Ethan Hunt. So that's really it. Let's keep it short and sweet. I don't want to belabor this. Um, what, I want to thank everyone for subscribing and listening and engaging on the posts and the podcast on Substack. I've gotten a few emails uh, letting me know that you value the brevity, being able to do these market recaps in 10 minutes to 20 minutes at most uh, is the sweet spot. No fluff, no politics, no tangents. So I will keep doing it. This is what I like because I, as a financial um, like enthusiast, was looking for this like all of the podcasts I listen to are 60 minutes long like I listen to Peter Schiff uh, every single podcast he does is an, over an hour long you know it, it prevents me from listening to too many right because I don't have limited resources I have to also trade manage my wealth as well as do my own podcast and posts and Substack notes so there's only so much time in the day I respect your time um, so before checking off I wanted to uh, just remind everyone there is a promotion going on till November 27th, Cyber Monday. All you have to do is be a subscriber and then pledge. So it's a two-step process. First, subscribe for free. Then you pledge a future subscription. So we don't charge anything right now. Probably in 2024, I don't know, when we get to about 3,000-ish subscribers, I will release a premium offering. And at that time, you're basically committing to say, hey, I want to support NYU grads' work. I believe in it. I enjoy it. I'm willing to do a monthly at $18 per month 
or annual at $180 per year for some savings. Whoever pledges on by November 27th will get a 33% discount uh, once the, um, the paywall and the premium service goes live. So I will post that in the show notes. And thank you so much again for the feedback and going on this journey with me. I will see you guys and girls after the Tuesday session. Thanks. Later.